up, Ambush? What's going on? How you man? doing, man? Good, man. Good to see you, man. It's been a long Definitely. time, man. Oh, yeah. In general, I'm talking like Philly yeah. time, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a minute, yo. So I just want to introduce everyone, too. We got my boy DJ Ambush. You, you go by Scambeezy now, though? Or? Straight Ambush. Straight Ambush. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, Ambush. yeah, yeah, yeah. Scambeezy's on uh, you know, just social media shit. You know what's so funny? Did I tell you about like that name and any of that? No. That's carried over from um, 215 Hip Hop okay. message board. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That was your name that right was, there? That was, it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it from there. And it's just like, eh, yeah, I keep rolling That's forever it. ago, dude. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. the Philly Hip Hop Awards and shit. <laughs> yeah. I remember that was back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, just just so everyone knows, right? We've known each other since probably like 2001 or 2000 or something yeah, like that. that's about right. Yeah. yeah. Did you go to Temple? Yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, there for a year. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Yeah, because there was a, a big scene back in Philly at Temple University. And we're not gonna talk about Philly. I know you're sick of hearing me talk about Philly. Oh, I don't know. I feel like we gotta talk about it a little bit. I <laughs> definitely mean, a little you know, bit. There was definitely a time. On, I mean, how often do you mention the label? Because that was a serious. Yeah, no, I never, I never mentioned the label. Oh, I so do mention Philly guy, all the time because I'm always wearing an Eagles hat. This guy here <laughs> was responsible for putting together some really dope shows with some really dope artists that he was managing. Had in his label, Iraq was incredible. Like I, I felt like it was definitely the blueprint for um, indie labels coming after that. We did, from, I mean, I just made underground Def Jocks or whatever. Exactly, you know? <laughs> but like locally, underground artists, right, we didn't yeah. have anything like that mm -hmm. before you did it. Like, that shit was dope. Yeah, and you, guys, you guys were pressing vinyl back then. Yeah. Yeah, which I still have. Nice, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I still got some too, if anyone really wants some, sit in my basement. I was supposed to mail packages back to all the dudes back home. I never did. Sorry, Kramsky still wants some. I think I mailed some to State. But okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. K-Mass has a bunch, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. I got to get him to sign some stuff next time he's in town. Cool. But yeah, man. You got his new stuff, too? I don't think so. Okay. No, 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 no. Pretty good. Yeah, I got to check it What's out. Up, dude? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, let's taste some beers while we talk. We taste beers like every couple Definitely. minutes. Chime in. Um, you love fruit beer, so we can start with that, man. Okay. Um, Right now, this is like everyone's favorite these days. It's called Jammy Pants, and it's an mm. overfruited sour beer. So it's it's a little tart, but it's it's supposed to taste like you're drinking fucking jam or jelly or whatever. Mm. You know, I think this one's got blackberry, huckleberry, oh yeah, blueberry. I don't know what else berry, but it's it's fucking good. It's got uh, this works for me berry in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is delicious, Thanks, man. Yeah, it's kind of like a morning smoothie, right? Mm-hmm. You drink beer a lot, or you drink? I saw you drinking wine a lot lately too. So <laughs> yeah, homie of mine has a little uh, has a winery and a wine bar in Southeast. So a couple gigs I've been spending out there and kind of you know developing my palate. Yeah, for wine. Well, you say you're going to Bend for some wine stuff too, yeah. right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. Wine? Not wine, but just just oh, okay. for the DJ gig. Okay, my bad. So um, yeah, I haven't really I haven't really fooled with wine that much just recently. Just okay. Particular. My, my, Homie. He's actually from the East Coast too. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, cool. New York. And dude. does he do Oregon style? So for all those watching from out of mm -hmm. the, out of state or whatever, you know, Oregon, we're extremely well known for our Pinot Noirs. I think we're on the same like line of latitude or whatever, you know, as, mm -hmm. as the Pinot Noir country in France. Um, I don't want to talk too much like I know about it, but right. the Bourgogne region, you know. I know even less about it. Beef so. Bourguignon. If you make it beef <laughs> still, you're still Yeah. Uh, but but, um, but we're really known for that. So did you drink Pinot Noirs? Um. I'm, I'm I wouldn't even know. Okay, okay. He brings it to me. I'm like, I like this. Is it light like, red? It's, it's, it's no, nah, it's uh, it's white. Mostly. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. So I think for whites, Pinot Gris is what we're really well known for here. Gotcha. Or whatever. I, gotcha. I was trying to be real into it when I first moved here. Yeah, I wasn't. But, a beer but he ended up. We ended up, ended up doing beer. Too. Yeah, most definitely. Dude. That's and crazy. I love it. That's crazy. This so is delicious. Though. That's this, this doesn't feel like I'm drinking beer. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And some some of my viewers might hate on you for saying that, but the hardcore beer guys are like that. But we have so many new fans because we make beer that's real approachable. Gotcha. Too. Like um, Chris, who's a daytime bartender here at Northwest, the bar mm-hmm. manager, his parents were just here and he said they're not really beer drinkers. And, and, but I was saying, but a lot of people say, I'm not a beer drinker, but I like your beer, whatever. Right. Because it's approachable, like fruit or. Right. Like, wait till you taste this orange creamsicle, right? Mm. It tastes like, tastes like when you were a kid, man. You got that orange creamsicle. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm going to go to the station a little nice. Thanks, man. Because I'm, I'm doing all this. Or, or not thanks. Sorry. <laughs> <Are> you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're all going down. Okay. Yeah. So oh. let, let's talk about that. I want to talk about. You know, staying, I think it's fucking awesome, and um, I'm so happy for you that you got to stay in music as a career, because I gave it a shot, I gave right. it my heart, gave it my all, but right. it didn't work out, man, yeah. so you, you kept it going, right? So tell us about just what the journey's been, you know, from doing shows, you know, hip-hop spinning, or yeah. backing up a group, or whatever, yeah. and, and now yeah. you're doing it professionally, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, definitely, uh, my early career was a lot of, like you said, doing hip-hop shows backing up groups, um, spinning for hip-hop crews and doing parties. I think um, what allowed me to stay in it mm-hmm. was that all the all the DJing I was doing wasn't directly and solely related just to artists yeah. and hip-hop. Like, so I started spinning retail. There was a point where the running joke, people asked, well, do you spin this? Do you spin that? And at one point I was like, I spent everything but country music. Yeah. But then I got That's booked. That's all I listened to. Right. <laughs> too, yeah. But then I got booked. To do um, IKEA, uh, <laughs> what was it? IKEA uh, family barbecue or something, yeah. and they wanted nothing but bluegrass the oh, whole time. Man. And I was like, "Well, there it is. Spend everything." Yeah. <laughs> so just being well, able to have that, t- that new shit anyway, right? Man, <laughs> also gangster grass, the homie. Yeah. So like, um, I guess the versatility of being able to just fit any situation mm-hmm. allowed me to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, the retail and corporate stuff. Very fun, very amazing, and then also working with some, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I know it pays the bills, but is it cool? Like, <laughs> it, it, it can be, and I think the key to that is just have your brand set up from the rip, where they're not pulling you in to necessarily do what they want you to do. Okay, they recognize what you do, and then bring you in from that aspect. You know, they see your expertise, and it's like, all right, all right you know, let's add to it. So yeah, that's been very helpful. Coming out here. I had to reestablish myself 100%. Like, no one knows who the fuck I am. I did have uh, one event out here. So you moved uh, out here two years ago, right? Three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. Prior and to I that, want to talk about what that whole move's like, too, and East man. Coast, West Coast differences. Wow. Too, Huge Sorry, keep, so my no. man, keep going. Oh, good. So prior to moving out here, I did throw one event. Or whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Orange cream circle. Cream circle? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, cheers, man. Yeah, I'd love, I'm sure a lot of our viewers are trying to make beats on the side or whatever, too. So then mm-hmm. I'm sure if you could throw in any tips as you go along, sure, too. Like, sure, definitely. How to, so, how to make money off music, you know. Um, prior to moving out here, I threw a um, MF Doom tribute tour. We did a party in Philly, party in uh, Brooklyn, and then one here in Ashton before they closed. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, like, 2013. And just back and forth, you know. Visit. I'm like, yo, Portland is really, really dope. I, def- I definitely want to. What did you like about it? Very supportive artist community. Um, the local support, just for local businesses in general, yeah, was amazing. That's one thing I, I was like, this is crazy. Like they're so dedicated to everything being local. Yeah. And then you know, I didn't mind the weather at all. Uh, I got kids in the school system. It's just like, nah, this works. It reminded me of. 
You ever like Claymont, Delaware? No. Like, okay, so it reminded me of like the part of Delaware that's near Pennsylvania border. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I lived there like yeah. when I was in you know elementary school. Yeah. And just the whole vibe, I was like, nah, I would like my kids to grow up in this type of environment. Cool. So that definitely assisted me just, you know, yeah. thinking about moving out here. It feels like it's weird. Portland feels kind of like suburby, like, yeah, right? Except for the little downtown pocket, right. all the neighborhoods feel like the suburbs, but you're in the city. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And I was telling other people, so it feels like I'm, you know, like in like Glen Olden or Lower Marion or yeah. something like that, or, you know, uh, Ardmore. That's what mm -hmm. it feels like. Yeah. So it's, it's very chill, but it's, it, it still lacks the congestion. Mm -hmm. It's getting more congestion, yeah. but it's not as bad as old. No, no. And it's like we're back east. Yeah. So. I five will never be ninety five. Not gonna I mean, <laughs> up here it won't. Or right. or four seventy six. Yeah, <laughs> like never. Eighty So um, yeah, coming out here having to reestablish myself, that was a little bit of a um, uh, challenge at first. Yeah. Um, I remember talking to Sonny James. Shout out to Sonny James over at um, Serato. Uh, it was a do-over party, mm -hmm. and I was waiting in line. I missed that oh, dude, man. by the way. Yeah, <laughs> boy, man. Yeah. He was he was in Eugene last year. Yeah, he came up for something. He did. Damn. Yeah, he was in Eugene. Yeah. Yeah, he came on tour with us one time. Did he? Him and Styles came on tour with us one time. Yeah. That's ill. <laughs> so I was in line for a do-over, and then it was like an hour and a half for a line. I'm like, dude. I'm not even used to standing in line. What is happening? Mm -hmm. And then it was like, no, we just gotta go. So I was just talking to him later on that week and he was like, yeah, uh, Z Trip was spinning that one. You should just text me. I could have got you in. Damn. Like, <laughs> I'm so used to just walking in the venues like TLA yeah. and the truck. And, okay, we're good. You know. Yeah. So just that was like a, a wake up call. Like you have to fully, not just reestablish yourself, but build brand new connections. Right. So that's what brought me into the radio station. So, working with them, I'm with a... Yeah, what radio they tell, tell, the, tell the world so here? currently, mm -hmm. I'm whittling this down, I'm currently on three stations. Okay. Um, I have my monthly show on cable, uh, Culture Light Beams Radio. It's kind of an interview radio show. Mm -hmm. um, we've had Hector Delgado, producer for ASAP Mob on there. Uh, Curtis Blow had a chance to interview him for that. <laughs> that was fresh. Because yeah. he's got that um, hip-hop... Uh, Opera's on the Christmas okay. thing. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, uh, it was really good interviews, and I actually had Sunny on there and a couple other people, Queen Joe. So, um, yeah, that's that show. On X Ray FM, I have a Friday night show um, called East of Standard Time. And with East of Standard Time, it's just like straight boom bap, like stuff that we yeah, tell, tell people to. what. What station, what time, all that So stuff. yeah, that's um, Eastern Standard Time on 107.1 X-Ray FM. Um, that, like I said, straight boom bap, stuff we grew up listening to. What time, what night? Anything, oh, Friday from 10 to 11. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's all your shit. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta plug it. So um, yeah, that's stuff we grew up listening to and then anything that's coming out today that still fits that vibe. Mm -hmm. Because it's really funny, you know, I've, and you've seen it, people in our age who complain about the music, mm -hmm. you know, everything's changed, there's old. no good music. That's, that's what my dad is, but, like your dad. But in, yeah, yeah. but in addition to that, like, I think what they tend to forget is we grew up in an era where the music we loved was actually pop music. Mm -hmm. We didn't, like, you're hearing Public Enemy on the radio. That's popular music, that's pop culture. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's not that that type of music doesn't exist anymore. Just the pop version of hip hop has changed mm -hmm. now. So it's Young Thug and it's, 
you know, Ray Shremer and everything mm-hmm. else. The stuff that we grew up listening to, that vibe still yeah. exists. You just have to look for mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so I, I try to use that show as kind of a way cool. to mind that. So I started on X-Ray just having that show. Mm-hmm. I'm currently with X-Ray handling programming and traffic. So I handle either the carts and commercials and make sure the shows sit when they're supposed to, commercials sit when they're supposed to, things like that. Um, we handle a live broadcast from City Club every other Friday. So I'll be doing that tomorrow before I leave to go to bed. And X-Ray is also um, like the overarching family um, for a couple different radio stations. One of those stations being 96.7 The Numbers, which I am the um, operations manager and content manager for that station. So basically I'm juggling all the hats (laughs) (laughs) over there. Um, 96.7 is a really unique situation. The uh, concept of the station is um, music curated by Black Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the numbers basically because it's to represent the displacement that happened in North Portland, right into Northeast Portland, the gentrification. Mm-hmm. And um, also that's where our signal is strongest. <laughs> our broadcast oh, signal is strongest, 96.7. Yeah. Uh, we also, you know, all of the stations are available streaming. So mm-hmm. we kind of, you know, push that angle as well. But there's something to be said about the community aspect of that station that aligned with me rebranding mm-hmm. and getting, you know, my foothold in the community. Because there are a lot of different organizations here that are trying to address different concerns that affect the black community, mm-hmm. whether it's housing, employment, you know, whatever the yeah. issue is. Support schools and yeah, school care. Exactly. Yeah. But they're all different little satellite organizations mm-hmm. that don't have any overarching way to pe- for people to connect. Yeah. So that's what I try to do with the station. You know, cool. if you have an event going on, we're not charging them. You have an event going on, get the information to me. I'll cut the commercial, get it on the air, and let's get it out. It's, cool. it's been really, really good. That's We've been cool. able to um, pull in some significant partners. Um, David Douglas School District jumped on board. Portland Art Museum, we have a, a partnership with them right now. Um, Care Oregon jumped on. Um, PCRI, I don't want to forget people, but <clears throat> yeah, it's it's been pretty good. It's been pretty amazing. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Very fulfilling work. I know um, that my wife's teacher, she talks a lot about how her school and other schools, uh, they're, they're pushing out a lot of uh, minority or African-American teachers and, and other races, too. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but um, I hear it happening in a lot of schools in, in Portland. Mm. Um, and just how racism is just so ingrained in the Portland culture. I know K. Mass said that's one of the reasons he left Portland too. Yo, it, it's so crazy. Um, so I was dating my now fiance. I was dating her four years long distance. Mm-hmm. So traveling back and forth, back and forth. And it wasn't until we did the MF Doom tour. So mm-hmm. this is, it's me, Ethel C, um, Mars, and uh, Dave Reynolds, Dave Ghetto. Yeah. We're walking down. Alberta. <laughs> I used to do public relations for him. We're walking down Alberta. Yeah. And there's a um, reporter from Al Jazeera out there, mm-hmm. the camera crew. And they're like, uh, did you guys want to do an interview with us? We haven't seen as many black people walking together. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, what are you talking about? And they're like, you know, Portland's the whitest city in America. Yeah. Again, this is after I've traveled back and forth for like mm-hmm. three years. I'm like, Wait, what? Mm-hmm. It just, like you said, just felt like a suburb. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> FOC said, uh, yeah, we knew that before we got here. <laughs> Still, we've been counting black people since we got to the airport. <laughs> you know like, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, I, I came here and I was existing in a bubble. Mm-hmm. 
But then, you know, when... Uh, I mean, that's the first thing that. I noticed when I got off the airplane. <laughs> like, yeah. It didn't just feel like no. a suburb to you? I mean, Philly's like 33% out here. Of course, like of course. 5%. I don't know, like definitely less than 10. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's something we miss big time about the East Coast. I mean, yeah. You just don't get that diversity in Portland. It's crazy. Like, when I, the couple of times I've gone back just for different events and things like that, yeah, it hits you immediately. You're like, mm-hmm. man, wow. There are a lot of different people out here, man. Yeah. 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 What is this? What do we got here? Uh, this one's called Luminous. Luminous 05. Okay. It is passion fruit and dragon fruit, I think. It's, it's a sour. What is Luminous? Luminous, sorry. <laughs> Luminous is sour IPA with passion fruit and dragon fruit. That's wow. Now nah, this is good. So it's hopped, too. It's got milk sugar to kind of... Thicken it up, give a little creaminess in it too. Mm. Hey, it's good, it's tart, man, right? Yeah, I like that. So let's see, um, what's I want to talk about? Oh, so real quick, we started talking about actual music that people are listening to today. What, mm-hmm. what gets you hyped today? Wait, I guess, tell me what you think people are excited about the most when you spin, but also what you personally are listening to these days. So there's been this really huge Afrobeat wave that I've, I've been somewhat resistant to, mm-hmm. only because we might need to talk louder too. I hear the kids. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Only because uh, I'm just that guy that never wants to be on whatever everyone else is doing yeah. at the moment. You know, that curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> being uh, half Nigerian and half Jamaican, it's like, oh, now you guys like Afrobeat? Yeah. Cool, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I remember no one liked Afrobeat. Um, so there's a huge wave with that. So it's interesting to see uh, a lot of artists leaning that way creating that type of music and I'm glad that it's gone somewhat mainstream and definitely in the clubs. It's like reigning supreme right now. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff that I'm excited about and always. Is there one or two tracks we should all check out? Um, yeah, I would check out Gold Link's uh, Zulu Screen. Oh, I saw you post and got that vinyl, right? <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. Okay. The album's called Diaspora. Yeah, song Zulu Screen. Um, there's a new song, um, I can't remember the name of the track, it's on Wale's new album, he just dropped it a couple of days ago. Wale's new album's kind of fresh, oh, yeah. it was, it was, it's interesting, I was talking to someone else about this project. Like, Wale is a very unsatisfied rapper, like, he's always complaining about not being recognized yeah. or being a great MC and all this stuff. I haven't stuff. heard anything from him in a long time. Yeah. But the thing, he's been consistently yeah. dropping stuff, but here's the wild part. He doesn't even realize, like, dude, you're like one of the last blog rappers still making money. Yeah. You're you're from like you and Cuddy. Who else is still yeah. like? Where's Stolly? Where's yeah. Casey Veggies? Where's everybody else? I actually saw Curtains at a wedding I DJ out oh, yeah. here. <laughs> right, but um, so yeah, uh, I'm trying to think who else? Oh, China. She's from Philly. She's dope as hell. Of course, Tierra Whack. I like seeing all these um. These women in rap is really getting out here. Cool. It's bars, all crazy. Hell yeah. Lady London, I would definitely check out for check her out. She's amazing. Um, not, not Bahamani's new shit. Didn't she just come I, out with some I new think shit? She did. <laughs> so, I was talking to some uh, what's dude's name? Uh, my G from In the Mix. He said okay. he was working on something with Bahamadia. Um I actually I shot some footage for her. She had brought out Sarok to a um, a bookstore back in Philly right before I left. Not Sarok Vaca. 
I, forgot, I think Sarah Quinn, she, she might be signed to Rhyme okay. Sayers, I think. Okay. Oh, sure. But she's dope as hell. She's the, yeah, she's I didn't know they still lose their vote. Exactly. <laughs> See, exactly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I used to open up when they would come to Philly or whatever. You know? Man. Yeah. Uh, other artists? Hmm. Yeah, of course, anytime Doom wants to drop some new stuff, I'm, I'm here for that. But yeah, um, ASAP Mob. I'm not We mad. recorded something with Doom. Adam 12 did from Department Really? Rap in 2000. Yeah. And oh, that's and, and We never put it out. We paid for it, got the studio time, booked it, recorded it. Never got it out. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I don't know if they ever released it. Definitely know. still. That's cool. What else? That. I got a couple of questions down here, which I don't look slick on since I'm looking down <laughs> a piece of paper. <laughs> All right, one or two more topics. Um, People love food. I love food. Or people, I fucking know. That's a stupid thing to say. People love food. Yeah, Everyone loves it's food. True. It's so, true. I love the barbecue. I love barbecue food. I love my Schrager. Mm-hmm. Right. I saw you posting something not too long ago too. Yes. You were doing some fall barbecue. Listen, what, what's your favorite thing to just smoke or grill? What do you, how you do it? Um, grill. Uh, I like to be able to marinate whatever it is overnight um, before I throw it out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chicken, beef, fish, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, I will barbecue. You look like you had a smoker, rain. right? Yeah, yeah a smoker on the side. Of it. Yeah. I haven't used that smoker yet. Either. Oh no, okay. no, not at all. I will barbecue in the rain and snow. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's just like, oh, I'm in the mood for barbecue. Yeah, cool. Let's Hell just yeah. do it. Make it happen. Love that shit. Love mm-hmm. it. I had a pretty good sized grill before I left. Had to leave it. But yeah, you, so you just, can't ship that shit out. <laughs> so they just get and they're affordable. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love it. Um, as far you did, as you did a good oxtail too. Thank you, man. I owe you a plate. So I owe you such a plate. I forgot. Yo, I'm yes. No, thank you, though, man. I gotta hit you up. Man, uh, I've been getting uh, I've been getting some darts thrown at me. Wow. People, because I, I haven't been fulfilling uh, oxtail requests uh, okay. frequently. <laughs> I thought you meant people were shitting on you, like, saying I wasn't good. Or no, okay. I haven't been uh, fulfilling my oxtail yeah. requests as, as they've been coming in. But I'm, I definitely need to do like a. Nice 30, 40 pound batch uh, within the next two weeks. Yeah, and just yeah. share it. Thank and you. Just share it. Yeah, yeah I, saw, I, I think I promised you some Thai food for my wife. I yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I was just happy you got the oxen. Yeah. I love I love cooking for people. I'm going to do definitely a, love a, that. a quick secret plug, though. Yeah, since we were talking about barbecue, our mm-hmm. new spot we're going to open in Beaverton, we're going we're gonna to do barbecue there. So I just want to let everyone know the food. Right? Nice. A little Easter egg drop for anyone nice. that sits through fucking 25 minutes of this interview. <laughs> <laughs> And definitely check out the hashtag uh, cooking with Am. You can take a look at all the dishes there. I, I miss it. I miss it. I just don't have the time for it. Yeah. I, yeah. Honestly, that was one of the things when people found out that I was moving out here. Like, oh, you got to start a food truck. Yeah. There's a billion food trucks. Yeah, there's so. a million of them out here. <laughs> Every kind, man. Yeah, we got Guam food. We got Jamaican, right? Yes. Fucking Every kind. Yeah. There's a million fucking year old carts and shit. Whole mm-hmm. whole carts. Yo, one of the, uh, last topic then too, uh, before we get in, the, uh, before we wrap it up too. Just something fucking awesome I saw, right? It's back to DJ, but I saw you spinning with your daughters, right? So you, you blessed your kids with the love of music, right? You taught them some skills, right? What, what's no. that all about, man? How's, oh, how's man. it working out? You got that two was, daughters? Yeah, yeah I, I have three two. total. There's two here. Okay. Uh, so here's your, I have four kids total. Yeah. Um, my oldest, uh, Caprice, she's back in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I just recently found out within the last couple of years, she's been writing and she wants and singing. Cool. Uh, my awesome. son, exactly. Yeah. Like everyone's doing music stuff. So my cool. son, he started producing when he was 14. Hell yeah. He's still producing. Now he's writing and he's recording demos and things like that. And 
I gotta play you some of this stuff. The cool. stuff he's recording yeah, out of a closet is just like, what do you mean? Nice. Like, he's, he's so dope with it. He tried to teach me Ableton. I, I couldn't process it, <laughs> but I, I need to be able to tap and sample yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be able to lay this out again. So my girls, I showed them, um, shoot, showed them the first couple of records and how it's been on vinyl. Just actually just put the record on, play it, have respect for the needle. Mm -hmm. Please, you know, I showed them that when they were like, yeah, my kids five or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine are young, They're like that. Yeah, yeah. Just learn how to play records. Just have fun playing records. Mm -hmm. So back at the old studio in Philly, it was like, you are free to walk around, you know, the record collection, pick whatever record you want, cut mm -hmm. everything on, play it, and listen to it. Get familiar with the music. Um, and then I actually I had a um, situation with American Musical Supply. I was doing product reviews for them. And I got the um, DBJSZ, it's huge, giant controller, four channels, you can run turntables on it. It's just a whole like workstation, it's amazing. So I started teaching them that. <clears throat> and, uh, oh yeah, So I started teaching them on that. And um, someone asked me like, you know, are you making them pay their dues? And we did an interview for our rap dads. Right, uh, I think that's what I read, yeah. That's yeah, and they were like, I'm like, my whole thing is, they have access to equipment and things that we didn't. Why would I make them go through all of those steps yeah. just to get to where I am now? No, learn on this controller, you're also gonna learn vinyl. But at the same time, I didn't wanna feel like I was forcing them into it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we pick different days of the week, give them some lessons, but the way they picked that shit up, yeah. it was too quick. Nice. It was just like, <laughs> wait. Y'all are blending seamlessly. That's what's up, man. This is insane. You passed the gift on them. Man! <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was great. So then once we got out here, um, I didn't continue the lessons, but different opportunities kept popping up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, go ahead, you know, freshen up. Let's see, you know, if you still remember how to do it. Yeah. So we had our grand opening of our facility, uh, the Tribe Called Sweat, at JGT Studios out in Beaverton. And they spun that. And uh, they only practiced maybe like a day or two before killed it and nice. I'm like, okay that's what's up so then when it came to the starlight parade that's when uh me and um major we spun that together my, my daughter um Kaylin. the only reason it wasn't all three of us is because brianna was on punishment for her grades <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so cool that was it with both your kiddos yeah that was it she, she was screwing around with her grades uh -huh. so um uh, Brianna DJ Tempo couldn't do it. Oh, she does. She does. She does. <laughs> but she was really, really happy for her sister. Yeah, that's and, cool. Yo, that, so they're doing their own gigs too and stuff. We actually we they did a birthday party um, the day after the last do over when Rich Medina was in town. Like, we were talking about that, and Rich was like, "Wait, did you just say your girls have a gig tomorrow?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, that's that's just crazy. That's crazy." Yeah. So yeah, it's, we're at that point now, but it's still I'm not like. Like, they don't have a Instagram page or any of that stuff mm -hmm. yet. I'm not actively pushing them. Yeah. It's just, when you feel like it, cool. If this turns into something you really, really want to do, all right, let's go copy your headphones, cap you guys' laptops, and just, you know, start doing it. But, yeah, cool. yeah That's what's it, up, it, it, it's, it's amazing. The best part about that, us doing the parade, was her seeing, like, her teachers and then seeing like some of her classmates and they're yeah. waving to her and she's on yeah. the parade and she's like, hey, this is crazy. <laughs> like She got me adapt the next day. Yeah. yeah, she went to school the next day wearing an x-ray shirt. Okay, you wanna do an IPA or stack yeah. coconut? Yeah, let's, let's, let's do this. So I know we're running a little over. Oh yeah, coconut. Yeah. yeah, this one's awesome. This is coconut maple syrup coffee. Mm. Stacks of coconut. Mm. 
Hey, congrats on that. The one thing you oh, mentioned, Rich Medina, the other day, I was just thinking how how great it was that we came up with a bunch of the guys that blew the fuck up, right? Seriously. Like, yeah, people like him get to tour around the world, mm -hmm. right? Cosmo Baker's always around the world. Skiing. The guy, yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking Diplo, right? Like, yeah. oh my god, low budget and Diplo, right? Low budget was was my old DJ for Arrakis, right? And they started Holotronics together, him and yeah. Diplo. I mean, look at Diplo now. Look at Diplo like, now. <laughs> that's insane, dude. Philly dudes all mm -hmm. over the place, and of course Jeff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's yeah, just DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, we had a nice <laughs> blueprint to follow. We definitely did. We mm -hmm. definitely, definitely did. And I love what Death is, what Jeff is doing with the playlist retreat. Have you mm -hmm. seen any yeah, of that? Yeah. And I, him, and, him and Will, I think are going back on tour again together or something mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so here's something idea. crazy. I don't know if you remember or saw any of that. Before I left, I started a beat production series. At uh, We started at the Arts Garage. Then we moved to the Come From the Necktie. Then we ended up at Johnny Brenda's. Okay. And um, there was a producer named Johan Sebastian. I'm saying he was, like he's not still here. A producer by the name of Johann yeah, Sebastian. Name, yeah. yeah, he knocked out. Uh, I think he ended up winning two battles back to back. Before we left, I threw a Prince Paul tribute battle, and Paul came out and actually judged it. It was Hell amazing. Yeah. So I was looking, I was like, Johan, I was like, Johan's probably going to kill this. But he ended up losing that one. I forgot who won that one. Uh, no, uh, DC, DC Music went out. In any event, some of the music that came out of these battles. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I just want to send you the folder because each battle was a different artist we paid tribute to, whether it yeah. was Tribe, RZA. So I would assign them samples that those artists already used and they would just reclip it. Some of the stuff that came up was crazy. That sounds fun. Man. So we Should did an outcast out edition. Yeah, yeah no, here. definitely going to do it out here. Okay. Yeah. That's part of like, you know, kind of just you getting my feet in the ground. Mm -hmm. So we did the outcast edition and Johan flipped Spodioti. And the way he did it was just ridiculous. Thanks so much for coming. Absolutely. Um, why don't you tell everyone where they can catch you if they want to take a girl out, you know, Definitely. for a drink or, or whatever, you Definitely. know, catch you spinning. Make sure you head over to djambush.net, hit the subscribe um, so you can get my um, my email blast. I am at Alto Lounge this first Saturday of each month. And Up then I'm Belmont. at yeah. Belmont. And then uh, they have a dope patio. And then I'm at Swift Lounge the second Friday of every month. And then out in Bend at Dogwood Cocktail Cabin like every two or three months and back out there. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely, yeah, appreciate man. it, dude. I miss Absolutely. you, bro, too. Yeah. Good to see you, yeah, man. Yeah, nice to see you, too, man. Absolutely. Cheers. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Got it. Yeah.